0: Leap of Faith. It's all about relationships. This Saturday, which is August 19th, at the Wisconsin Skydiving Center, Partners in Hope is holding an event called Leap of Faith. We are bringing 10 formerly incarcerated, along with 10 Milwaukee police officers, to the skydiving center, and these people are going to pair up and tandem skydive together. It's in Jefferson. You take 94 West, Highway 26 South. It turns into Highway K and it's right there. We have asked people to register in advance, but we will not turn anybody away. Partners in Hope, Leap of Faith. It's all about
1: relationships. Within three years of release, two out of three ex-offenders are rearrested. Clearly, something is broken. It's time we strategize ways to prevent repeat offenses. Our brainstorming session starts now. Welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon. Hello, everyone. This is Michi J, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon podcast. Today, I'm excited to talk about a special community organization called Partners in Hope and their special event that's happening this Saturday, Leap of Faith. My guest here is Nancy Aliotta. She represents Partners in Hope. Now, let's jump into the show. Hi, Nancy. Hey, Michi. Thanks for having me. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us what you do at Partners in Hope? I'm just
0: simply a volunteer. There's a pretty long story about how I got associated with Partners in Hope, but I think people probably need to know where even Partners in Hope got started. Back in 2005, A gentleman along with a group of people decided to open up a store that would provide home building products at affordable prices so that people of all kinds of levels could afford these nice new products. In addition to that, they wanted to provide employment to those that might be challenged in getting work and finding work, like the formerly incarcerated. Hmm. So Community Warehouse is the name of that, obviously, and they now have two locations. In addition to Community Warehouse, what they do is the funds from Community Warehouse supports Partners in Hope. And Partners in Hope is a nonprofit, faith-based organization that helps men and women who are willing, that come out of incarceration integrate into society. So that's their goal and their purpose. Their mission is to transform the lives of those impacted by incarceration through the Lord of Christ.
1: I just love this whole concept to have it almost self-supporting along with also having it be a 501c3. I didn't know it started that long ago,
0: 2005? Yeah, yep. So pretty successful and obviously doing really great things to now expand to two locations.
1: For sure. So is it only in the Milwaukee area? Correct. That- um, there's one up on the
0: north side off of Green Tree, and then there's one on the south side. And I have to admit, I don't exactly know where it is isn't on the south side. But and mm-hmm. Hope is actually located on 3rd and North Avenue right there in Milwaukee.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, I do. The other location I see here is on 521 South Ninth Street. Is this? Okay, that's it. So this is good. This is a good, I think, organization. I've been there a few times and I just fell in love with it. And I've now joined and partner with them somewhat (laughs) because of what you all do there. So what kind of things do they offer the people there at Partners in Hope?
0: So um, basically what happens, the men and women coming out of incarceration Mm -hmm. are um, invited to attend what they call a cohort. And Mm -hmm. that is um, where participants participate in a one week soft skills workshop. It helps equip them for the transition that they're facing ahead of them. They do things like helping with writing a resume, as well as interviewing skills they help with time management. They help with goal setting. They might help with financial literacy. There's all different things that take place during this week. It really kind of helps them also identify their negative influences. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? It even goes so far, Michi, as teaching them traffic stop etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what is like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess the goal is to build trust and a mutual understanding between the law enforcement as mm-hmm. well as the formerly incarcerated so that should they have an encounter, it will end peacefully.
1: Oh, okay. I get you now. You know what? At first yeah. I thought you were talking about like every time they stop at a stoplight, like, they're supposed to do something. But oh, you no, mean- <laughs> no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Should they unfortunately get pulled over? Or oh. <laughs> you know, oh. stuff, stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Once they go through the cohort, which is like Monday through Thursday, Mm -hmm. on Friday, they actually, we hold a graduation. And I'll tell you, last Friday was the biggest class ever. 16 people graduated from the cohort. So Mm -hmm. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better and better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So once they graduate, Mm -hmm. um, Partners in Hope then kind of helps them work on their individual success. And one of the cool things that they offer is to provide these people with a mentor. So there's mentors and there's mentees. And the mentors are people of a very diverse background. We've got actually law enforcement. We have police officers that are serving as mentors. We've got faith and business leaders in our communities. I mean, just anybody. And I like to kind of say godly people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, just really coming together. It's really neat when we see the mentees accepting a mentor and that building of trust that allows them to simply walk alongside one another. And these mentors could help these guys, these men and women, when they transition, you know, to back to the journey home. And helps them develop like skills to overcome obstacles that they might face. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different things that that relationship. It's all about relationships, right? So yes. it's mm-hmm. it's a neat thing when we see the mentor and the mentee relationship building and growing and really coming together. So that's one thing that comes out of PIH that mm-hmm. they are given. And then, you know, the coolest part about it is, is, as you have said yourself, on Wednesday nights, we gather together and we have what we call huddle. So what huddle is, is we come together and this is, these are the mentees, these are the formerly incarcerated, these are mentors, these are volunteers, these are police officers, these are all kinds of people, people like me that just simply have come and now want to be in the room. And what we do is we share, we open with a prayer, we read a devotional, and then we share a meal together. And that meal is provided to anyone attending for free. And then the best part about it is after about a 15-minute toolbox talk, it's another informational talk where they can, again, put more tools in the toolbox. They gain skills in something else, say it's renter's assistance or fraud or again just we're talking about relationships but the coolest part is everyone in the room is given the microphone and we go around the room and you get the mic for a minute and a half and during that minute and a half you are to talk about the highs and lows of your week and you Hmm. can only imagine the things that we're hearing you know the things that people are facing the things that people are going through. And it's, it's people like you and me, along with those that are formerly incarcerated, just basically getting that minute and a half to talk where somebody will simply listen. And it's kind of that safe space for a lot of these people. Um, You know, they know that this is a place where they feel loved and cared for. Um, Hmm. It's just, it's, it's, I can't explain it to people. And, and you ask me, you know, what is my role there? And my husband um, we actually learned about partners in hope through our pastor at our church. Hmm. And I love to talk about my husband Dean because I believe he's a godly man and he has been blessed with spiritual gifts. And, you know, I think those are like um, mm-hmm. word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernment, you mm-hmm. know, and I believe that's discernment is one of my spiritual gifts, but um dean was approached to to just come check out partners and hope and he attended his first huddle and came home and was telling me about it and i could tell that you know it really impacted him and it really got him thinking and feeling and you know probably in a different way and he started attending the huddles um pretty much on a regular basis and then we went to the fundraiser um they, they hold an annual fundraiser, typically in the fall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he asked, do you want to come along? I'm like, absolutely. Based on the things that you're telling me, I would love to see what this is all about. So we are, you know, in this room with it's, you know, all kinds of people and, um, they did a program where, you know, the CEO got up and talked and a couple other people got up and talked. There was a lovely woman who sang and, But the the best part was one of the formerly incarcerated, his name is Fernando, he gave his testimony. And Michi, there wasn't a dry eye in the room.
1: Oh, wow.
0: It It was really, really, really interesting and really neat to hear his story. And this is someone who served, I believe, 43 years in prison. Wow. And he dropped to his knees in prison and said, God, I can't, I don't like me. I can't be this way anymore. If you're the God you say you are, help me, change me. And it was in prison where he found Christ. And that's what changed Fernando. And um, it was just, like I said, he, he obtained, um, I believe his MBA through Marquette while in prison. I think Mm -hmm. he actually has another degree. (laughs) And uh, it was just amazing to me to hear this story. So when we left, Dean and I were walking through the parking lot. And I'm like, so, so what do you think? Because they were encouraging Dean to become a mentor. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think I really need to pray about it. He's like, what do you think? And I'm like, are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> I, you know,
0: I was like, I think you would be fantastic in this role. So I'm like, I believe you have so much to offer. And just think of what it will do for you, yourself as well. The relationships that you can gain from it in addition to maybe making a change in somebody else's life to give be given that opportunity, why wouldn't you? So we talked about it obviously, and this was a Thursday, Michi. Mm -hmm. That Saturday, (laughs) we went downtown to a Christian concert. We went to see Mercy Me and downtown was a flurry of people. It was the Bucks opener. It was the Admirals opener. There was all kinds of things happening downtown in addition to this concert. So we park in the parking structure, we walk out. And as we are crossing the street, who do we see? Oh, Fernando. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, Fernando. And, (laughs) um, we hug each other, we get off the side, the middle of the road and walk over to the curb and sidewalk. And we end up talking for 10 minutes and it's, we've been friends forever. And here we just met at the fundraiser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was just really, I'm like, okay, God, look at you.
1: He so, does answer, doesn't he? He does absolutely. answer.
0: So we, so that now Dean and I walk away I'm like, okay, so now what do you think? He's like, well, I don't know. I really don't know who that was for or what that was all about. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, again, I was just like, wow. Um, And I was like, you know, I really think this is supposed to happen, Dean. We're supposed to get involved with Partners in Hope. So Dean went and sure enough, he became a mentor. And I attended my first huddle on December 21st of last year which happened to be my mom's birthday. And I had lost my mom that last February.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So
0: for me, it was like, I, yeah, I, let's go do this. This is something I want to do tonight. And I can say that when I walked down the stairs and what I witnessed that night, like so many other people say, I never left.
1: <laughs>
0: I want to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk down the stairs at Partners in Hope, Michi, and I, I hope you have felt this as well, mm-hmm. but it's totally come as you are. You know, yeah. there is no, nobody cares what you're wearing. Nobody cares where you come from. Nobody cares what you've done. Nobody cares how much money you make. Nobody cares how much wake up you're wearing that none of that matters. You know, it's just, it's real. It's raw. It's vulnerable. It's authentic. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just, it's that Matt Marr song in the room. I just want to be in the room. I love to hear the people talk. Everybody's got their story, you know. But the coolest thing that I'm finding about Partners at Hope is that everybody there is simply there to, like I said before, walk alongside one another, simply listen. We are there in the struggles, we celebrate the victories. Mm-hmm. But we, as Christians, you know, we are called to come with compassion and out of love and respect to serve one another. And that's why I want to be there. I just absolutely love everything about partners and hope. I'm their biggest cheerleader, I <laughs> love about it. any chance I get to talk about it. And what's cool is I get to talk about it. Cause people are like, so what are you up to Nance? And I'm like, well, <laughs> let me tell you, you know? And, and it's because I see the successes. Yes. And that, you know, even going back to Fernando, he still struggles. He definitely still struggles, but yet he knows now that he has this family, you know, and for a lot of them, they've had to realize coming out of prison, sometimes you've got to walk away from family because Mm -hmm. that negative environment that you think you might go back to, that's not a good choice. And sometimes that's a difficult choice and we all, you know, anybody sometimes has to make that choice, but we recognize that, you know what, those Wednesday night huddles, those people, they're now your family. They're your family and we are there for one another. And that's, I just, I love, that's what I love about it.
1: Mm -hmm. I think like Nancy was just mentioning these huddles. It kind of reminds me of like when Jesus was in the upper room with, his disciples and it's it's that type of a feeling not that I was in that room with Jesus like I've been there and it's the same thing but you know what I can really imagine that is similar to the atmosphere there and you're right it's no kind of competitiveness or trying to be proud or anything like that in this place it's like You said it's a safe place. You don't know who's who. It doesn't matter. You just, how are you doing? Everyone just welcomes you. And when you see a new face and then people walk up to you and say hi. And it's just that going around the room and people just talking about their week. It's like you get to know them and you look forward to hearing from them and praying for them. Right. It's just incredible. I, I have never experienced anything like it. So that's why I'm still hooked, you know there because I went there. I was like, oh, I'll check it out and maybe I'll do some speaking stuff there. but I'm like I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. it's like gold um, yeah. being in that room because you get more than you ever give out. I feel like I'm just being greedy here and just you and you meet so many like nifty people. Yeah, And you're able to talk about things, even show your vulnerability and everybody has stuff. And it's it's so wonderful that we can share it and people just give you the encouraging words and just let you know that you're just not alone in that situation, that it really speaks to your whole name, calling it partners in hope, because that's exactly what happens during this huddle. It is. It's providing that path to hope and redemption.
0: I want to add too that although we are faith based, mm-hmm. we are not to push our faith because mm-hmm. we have people, all kinds of people in the room. We have non-believers, we have Muslims, we have, you know, Christians, we have Catholics. There are all kinds of people. So we don't push our faith on anybody, but we're given an opportunity to talk about our faith and how it impacts us. And hopefully that is planting that seed perhaps mm-hmm. somebody is hearing that and they may then realize wow maybe that relationship with God is something I need and you know that that's bonus <laughs> right
1: mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah it really is and I really love that approach and if not pushing the faith and I don't like that myself when people push the faith because it should be something that they're attracted to and they want to come to themselves it's no you're not gonna just bombard them you know this is what you got to do and things like that it's definitely not the place if you if you're thinking that that happens it definitely does not happen at partners and hope for sure so again
0: mm -hmm. I I, I don't mean to interrupt you but it's it's There's that saying, be the only Jesus someone may see and display his character through your character and people will figure that out. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: again, it's just, it's that openness, that honesty, that communication, and it's just fostering the relationships that are rooted in faith. You know, we, we build community, we're providing opportunities, we're empowering people to make Good decisions, supporting them in their choices, and really, really trying to to help foster good choices.
1: I heard. I think I've heard this right. It's not just for people that's been incarcerated. It's just anybody who wants that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's there's people in there that suffer from addictions that found out about it and that are coming, and and you know, I think too, other people end up inviting people despite they're not formally incarcerated, but they might get something out of this, just come. And sure enough, you know, they walk away forever changed.
1: Mm -hmm. It's really, really neat. So going
0: back to your original question, it's like, Mm -hmm. how did I get involved? And you know, that's how I got involved. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just started attending huddles on a regular basis and, um, you know, it's through our CEO. He's head of the board. He's a member at our church, too. And when this event, they started talking about this event, it was like, hey, would you like to help? And I was like, you bet. I'm all over it. And what
1: event is this?
0: So this Saturday, which is August 19th, Mm -hmm. um, out at the Wisconsin Skydiving Center, Partners in Hope is holding an event called Leap of Faith. And what we're doing is we are bringing ten formerly incarcerated, along with ten Milwaukee police officers, out to the skydiving center, and these people are going to pair up and tandem skydive together. (laughs) Isn't that incredible?
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure that you got to (laughs) people, well, twenty people. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: I know. People keep saying, "Are you going to jump?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's." But again, it's the formerly incarcerated with the ten Milwaukee police officers, and people like, "How did this even happen?" I know. So we (laughs) have, you know, Lieutenant Michael Dix, who works with the Milwaukee Police Department. Mm -hmm. He serves on the board of Partners in Hope. He serves as a mentor. He attends huddles on a regular basis, and he's a huge skydiving fan. He he loves to skydive. So this was kind of his little, you know um, whatever dream to do this. And he, it's been on his heart for about two years, I think. And he, he tells me, he's like, Nancy, I just kept praying about it. And I kept praying about it. And every time God opened the doors, he just opened the doors and he basically told Michael, yep, we're going to do this. And you just watch me see what I can do through you. And, you know, it took him getting approval from the board, It took him getting approval through the police department and he made it happen. So this day is obviously a very extraordinary day. I mean, for these two parties to come together, Mm -hmm. we're going to hopefully build some trust and show the community that two unseemingly, you know, parties can actually, you know, like I said, come together and unite and Show the community that not only can we get along, but we can have a blast doing it. (laughs) You know, so in addition to the skydiving, we're holding a day of celebration. We are providing um, a free lunch for those that attend, along with beverages. There's going to be games with a chance to win prizes. We have raffle items, um, a silent auction, and the coolest thing about it all, Michi, is Mm -hmm. that to the unique unique partnership between the police officers and the formerly incarcerated, we are filming a documentary on the whole thing. Wow.
1: This is like, this is incredible. I was wondering how did it all get started? And where is the Wisconsin Skydiving Center at? Where
0: is that? It's in Jefferson, you know, so it's a good hour from Milwaukee. And again, these people want to do this. These people are so excited about doing this and the stories that we're hearing that are coming out of all of this is just remarkable and I can't wait for people to to hear about it so yeah it's Jefferson it's um you know you you head out 94 west you take highway 26 south it turns into highway k and it's right there
1: okay and even
0: the owner of the skydiving center has got An incredible story, and it's just all going to come together. And I'm just so super excited about it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot of work. But I know that day is going to come, and it is going to be so.
1: I know it is. it sounds like very awesome, and I'm just oh, I'm just trying to see how I can get there. At the same time, (laughs) I have I have an event the same day that was already booked, so I was like so super like down when I heard it's the same day. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. So I will try. Well, you'll get to watch the documentary and you'll <laughs> feel like you were a part Sounds of it. The same. I want to be there too. I want to do both. I'll check the timings on things. Maybe I can still get a little bit in on a celebration. I'll check those times. So what are the times again? We have asked people
0: to register in advance, but clearly we will not turn anybody away. So registration and check-in starts at noon. The jumpers will actually start, we're going to have two different classes, one starting at one and one starting at three. We've got the lunch being provided at one o'clock, the silent auction and the raffle and the games are probably from like about one to three 30. We'll announce winners at four o'clock. So it's all day, you know, it's oh, going wow. to be an all day event. I would say approximately 12 to five, 12 to six.
1: Oh, I and can you know, come. I can come then. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> you know, I didn't know it was going to be run that later. So I'll I'll do my other thing and come and make sure I, I'm there as well. So, Fantastic. yeah, right. yeah. So this is wonderful. So I saw. <laughs> so what is with them jumping? Do you know the process? What you know of them jumping? What do they have to do? I believe,
0: well, they're all going to meet early in the morning and, um, right.
1: (laughs) No, go ahead.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We actually work. We're kicking off the day with a prayer. That's for sure. They are going to go through like a little workshop again. They'll be, they'll, I, I believe it's some sort of class that shows them exactly what to expect and what to happen and what transpires. And again, only five people can go up at a time. So it's one police officer one formerly incarcerated, along with their tandem professional, and then the videographer. So they're going to really be able to capture just everything that's taking place throughout the day.
1: Well, that's good, because I want to hear everything. I want to hear all the sounds. I want to hear somebody scream. (laughs) I mean, these people
0: are, I I'm like, talk about be bold and be courageous. The Lord is, the Lord our God is with you wherever you go. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, this is really, really neat. A lot of these people have never even been in a plane before. I mean, <laughs> some of these people have never even been outside of Milwaukee and so they're jumping out huh? to Jefferson and they want to come. We've actually got over 150 people registered to attend. Wow. So it's mm-hmm. it's really neat. And again, it's just to show the community that, you know, anybody in this world can come together and make our community a safer place.
1: I so. just really love this. I could just imagine this is going to be an annual event. I can't imagine it stopping. I bet you it's going to take off everywhere.
0: <laughs> we sure are hoping so. And you know, it's not about the money that we're raising. It's more about our mission. And it's again, it's that it's the, the relationships that are being built and helping Change the stigmas. I mean, there's so much out there that is pushing that these people can't get along. And we prove it every Wednesday night. You know, in addition to the police officers that serve as mentors, we typically have anywhere between, I'd say, five and 10 individuals that are currently in the police academy that are coming to our huddles as well. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless these people for wanting to do this job, wanting to serve and protect our communities, despite what is happening in our world today. Mm-hmm. I We're hoping we can make it an annual event, but we're really hoping that this documentary is shown, you know, across the country and perhaps other cities will adopt this program.
1: I, know, of they their communities.
0: Yeah, I right? know they will. Yeah.
1: I know they will. I just can't see how it's not just going to travel like wildfire through the country because I just know God is going to bless this event. And because it's like a leap of faith. This is literally a leap (laughs) of faith. So I, I I just I, I got to see that documentary. I want to see everything like what do you know they're going through the class with you know asking questions their eyes getting big and yep. you know I want to yep. see all that. So how do how do people donate? Um if they go
0: to the communitywarehouse.org Mhm. They... I'll have it
1: I'll have it in the show notes. Sorry to interrupt but okay. go ahead we are actually going
0: through the, we raise foundation. Okay. Um, but if they go to the dot org, that's kind of the easiest way. Um, they can click, you know, donate and that'll take them right to the, we raise site as well. And, um, that's where they can donate and every little bit helps. I can guarantee you it'll make a difference. They're making a difference. Every little bit helps.
1: For sure. Cause we- you know, some people think it's, you know, gifts are too small. Don't think that, just go ahead and give so that we just show that support and just show that this is real, you know, right. that you actually are participating and not just talking, that you right. actually participate. Right.
0: And that's, you know, we have Adam Purcell, who is, he's kind of our director at Partners in Hope he, um, his saying is nothing changes if nothing
1: changes. (laughs) How simple is that? That's how, you know what? It's just humans. We don't want to complicate stuff. It's not (laughs) that complicated. It may be hard, but not complicated.
0: So, and, you know, and we as Christians know, it's not always easy to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But another simple thing to say is love God, love people. It's that easy.
1: That's true. And it's it's really happening at Partners and Hope. I Mm -hmm. I just know it's going to take off. I love Partners and Hope. I talk about it, talk about the organization all the time. I love the analogies of about building up relationships and people using. You have building materials, you have building warehouses, you have right. talking about building trust. I like how you have the toolbox and just giving people tools It's all relating and it helps people to understand what's going on there. It's about restoration, restoring people and bringing them up to you know what they were created to be. So this is, so we're going to have a documentary coming out from this. Do you have any idea when it will be available? It's going to take some time. Obviously, um, they'll
0: do some post-event stuff as well. Some post-event interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Mm -hmm. with the editing and all of that, Eric is doing the documentary for us. And I asked him that question. I said, where do you hope to show this? And yeah, well, you know, it'll definitely be on YouTube. And I'm like, okay, what about like, the Milwaukee Film Festival or, you know, whatever. He's like, yeah, I definitely really need to explore my options once it's said and done, you know, where can we take this? And again, we all know God will provide.
1: (laughs) He will provide. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we we just don't know where, what God is doing at that particular time, but this to even get this far and you, like you said, get these approvals going through the red tape, I call it and making sure you get all the approvals and you have them all. And just, I think it's awesome. Growing up in the community myself, we didn't have this when I was growing up where you had the police working with the community and other leadership. And this is what it's going to take to make our neighborhoods safe and for people to get involved. And I talked to them, a couple of episodes away, if you didn't hear that with Eddie, yeah, Eddie Moore talking about community service is very important. That we understand how important community service is for our community, right? Right, mm-hmm. and
0: you know, I'm I'm going to go on and and say, my husband Dean mm-hmm. is Eddie's mentor. Eddie, Eddie was Dean's first mentee. Dean now has three mentees, but Eddie was Dean's first mentee. Wow. And, you know, Eddie, unfortunately went through a lot this past year. He lost his daughter Hmm. and, you know, having been in prison in and out of prison his entire life, he Hmm. didn't know how to plan a funeral and By the grace of God, Dean was able to walk alongside him and together he and I made it happen. We explained the importance of honoring your daughter and we really need to do this. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, we have Reverend Akana um, who serves at our graduations. He's got a church, um, Bethany Lutheran, I believe it's Mm -hmm. um, right there, right around Partners in Hope. He was kind enough to hold the service, you know, for Eddie Mm -hmm. And, you know, this just goes back to what I was talking about before. You know who attended, Michi? Who? About 10 people from Partners in Hope. See? That's Eddie's family now. (laughs) That's Eddie's family. And what a blessing it was that we could all come together and do this for him and his daughter and his other daughter. Again, it's all about relationships. And I think another thing to point out that I'm recognizing through Partners in Hope, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I I should point out the success of Partners in Hope, in the last five years, um, usually men and women coming out of incarceration, only 37% do not return to prison. This is a, this is a fact.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: Through the success of the cohort, those that attend the cohort at Partners in Hope, we have a 94% success rate. That's awesome. And, you know, I think it just goes to show too that by attending these huddles, what a lot of people are hearing and seeing is resonating. And for a lot of those that dropped to their knees in prison, they recognized what was more important was a spiritual transformation rather than just behavior modification. That's what makes the difference. Yes. That's, what
1: makes the difference. <laughs> it's a, that's an incredible difference. And it's one of the things i like to talk about too, is just like, and what I do here with Prisoner's Pardon, because it's about a reconciliation with God, which is, it's not just a legal issue. It's a spiritual issue. And those things need to be, you know, taken care of with it, which is an inner transformation. And it's not a reform. It's a transformation. Yes. <laughs> when you have a transformation, the success rate is a hundred percent. You're wasting your right. time and resources. When there's no interchange, don't waste your time and money because if that doesn't change you can't do anything with those resources. It's not going to stick. Right. So. Yeah. I love this event, Leap of Faith. I'm love that I can go now for sure. <laughs> I, I didn't want to talk about it. So I'm like, I can't go. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> and, and, then you go, and it's getting better and better. You have documentaries. I'm like, oh yeah, they're having a documentary now. I can't even go. <laughs> so, this yeah, we want, listen, we're encouraging people to come because that'll mm-hmm. make the documentary that
0: much more impactful. You know, look at all the people that are here. Look at the people that want to come, that want to be involved. Mm-hmm. that are definitely a part of this and it's just again it's it's so meaningful it's 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 just a really beautiful thing that's happening and again we give god the glory we're doing it for him we're doing it for him i'm going to have to
1: pick up some balloons or something <laughs> And just be able to let go of some balloons out there as they, because I'm like, you jump for me because I don't do heights. Like, wow, I cannot believe that you guys are doing that. But that leap of faith, I love how it says leap of faith and you're actually leaping out of a plane. So when you go by faith, it does feel like that, I would Mm -hmm. think, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're not in control anymore. Nope. Right. And Right. And you feel, and you have to trust trust God and we have to allow yourself to trust other people because it's not you can't do it alone that's why I love partners in hope who picked this name right (laughs) (laughs) this that was uh this uh, that's an awesome name every everything that you're doing is catchy phrases somebody is like leap of faith partners in hope toolbox you know, Mm -hmm. huddles, I love all of it. it is just really talking about everyone coming together and sharing burdens. And because it's so easy just to think that you're alone. Yeah.
0: And that's just it. I mean, that's, that's like I said, And, and there's no judgment. There's no, there's none of that. It's just come as you are. And, you know, again, we are there to just love one another serve one another it's just it's just a it's a really neat thing and that's why i just love being a part of it i'm it's a privilege to be a part of it
1: oh, is there anything else you want to add that people should know about partners and hope leap of faith yourself and uh, what you uh, do there for is community service i think we we about said it all and it's a It's a diamond. I think this is a diamond here in the city of Milwaukee. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Like I said, I love to talk about partners in
0: hope and just to spread the word. And it's, it's the good word and, you know, it's truth. That's what, that's what we follow. And it's just, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I really hope that people are excited and, you know, want to know more about it. And if they can't come you know, well, maybe we can. I can come back, and we can talk about when the documentary is going to take place, or oh, for where we sure. can find it, or what actually happened, or somebody else from the event can talk. And and again, just thank you so much for the opportunity, Michi.
1: thank you thank you and yeah maybe i could have a few of them on to talk about their experience like did you cry (laughs) did your life change did you did you walk differently once you got back on the ground you know things like that so that's awesome thank you for coming so well that's all we're going to be doing today everything that we did talk about i will have it in the show notes for instance Um, the time, the place where the Leap of Faith event will be, um, how to donate. So I have the website and a lot of your other social media links in the show notes. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you for listening. And may you have a week filled with blessings. Thanks for tuning in to the show. For more information on our guests and resources, visit PrisonersPardon.com. If you're enjoying the content, follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, God bless.